Broadway edition. <laughs> um, this is FOH. I'm Lillian Devane. I'm Kelly Sullivan. And this is a service industry podcast. We got it all. Yep. What's the new show? Acid, salt, fat, heat. Have you watched? No, I've heard it's good. I've heard it's good. Um, it, the host of that show looks to be like l- less annoying than other food based Yeah, she shows. seems very like cool. Fun. Yeah, yeah, fun and like chill. Yeah, that's what you want from someone in a kitchen because usually they're all the worst people. No offense, Becca House, but... Love y'all. A lot of hot heads. Yeah, that's true. Uh, a lot of cone heads. What? <laughs> you know the movie? I do. You're, you're implying they're all aliens? Yeah. Okay. That could be possible. <laughs> um, you never know. Um, how, anything happening happened this week? Um, I worked a catering event this week. Ooh. Uh, pretty fun. It was a launch of a wallpaper line. Oh, wow. The description was, um, it was like his, uh, like wild prep look or like something oh. like that. I was like, oh, that's crazy. But it was a house in bed that was hosting the event. And... We were like walking around the house, kind of like getting acquainted with like what was sealed off for the party. And there was, I sent you a picture, a 10 foot roughly portrait of OJ Simpson's mugshot. Yep. In one of the parlors. That is so grotesque. This is a house that white people own in, in Bedstuy. Bedford Stuyvesant, Brooklyn, New York. Yikes. Yeah. Not good. That is so fucking terrifying. I was like, so he murdered someone. I was like, yeah, he, I mean, he probably has that head at CTE or whatever. Is that what it's called? Yeah, he does have CTE. So it's like, that made him be a murderer, but also he's a murderer. So yeah, still, still not great. Also, yeah, there's so many fucked up layers to that presentation of yourself. Oh, I was very distressed by it. Yeah. I was like, this is not good. No, that's... Yeah, and then you're like, cool, so this is where you're coming from. I'm glad to help you with this launch party. <laughs> the wallpaper line. I love being in rich people's houses for that kind of stuff. Oh, yeah. It was it's so, so fascinating. Weird. The wallpaper was all hideous, I should mention. What is... What was it called? Bold preppy? Yeah, it was like something... Some, some like weird word, and then... It's like, like those vineyard vine whales with sunglasses on yeah. or something. <laughs> exactly. Uh, woof. It was not good. What about you? Um, I worked. I do this thing now because I'm kind of like a, a hired gun bartender right now. So mm-hmm. I just pick up shifts wherever. We call her Little Annie Oakley. Yeah. Um, and... Now I'm just like taking work whenever I can get it. So I'm working a lot. Sometimes I worked a double <laughs> and I worked brunch yeah. at, at where we, where I used to work. And, um, I just forgot how fucking crazy people are who go into that restaurant. Cause I haven't been there for a little bit. And I was like, good fuck. And brunch, a combo one, two punch, but basically just people saying the craziest shit to you. And I'm just like, <laughs> this one woman was like, I think she was, she wasn't Australian, but she, I think she was British. She was like, yeah, do you have any, um, fresh mint tea? And I was like, do you know how tea works, ma'am? It's not, (laughs) you can't have fresh mint tea. Tea is dried leaves. Okay. 
you idiot. Look it up. What in God's name? We're not in Morocco. What are you talking about? <laughs> I'm just assuming they have fresh mint. This sounds like a Moroccan they do pleasure. Have, yeah, I feel like the Mor- I, Moroccan right? mint tea is definitely a thing. Yeah, but I feel like they might. Anyways, I don't know I don't much know. about <laughs> Moroccan tea culture, but... <laughs> Anyways, I was just like, what? And then, and then she was like, do you have any fresh juices? And Mm -hmm. I was like, we have juices. They're like really good, like high quality. They're just not freshly squeezed here on site. And she was like, her friend was like, what's with you in the fresh? I was like, thank you, friend of reason. (laughs) That's so funny to have your friend be like, what the fuck? (laughs) Stop saying fresh. I have mint tea and I have juice, neither of which are fresh. I'm sorry. It's so, I'm like, go to California. We don't do that here. (laughs) Morocco or California, lady, get out of New York. Pick one. (laughs) I'll help you get there. (laughs) Oh, man. Anyway, so that was just, and then another woman was like, I gave her the menu, and she was like, yeah, can I just have the regular menu? I'm like, what do you think I just gave you? A prank menu (laughs) that has, like, silly string on it? I'm like, this is the regular menu. There is no other. How do I answer that question? I love the idea of. She's like, no, no, I'll take the regular. No, 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 no. Yeah. No prop menu for me. What the fuck are you talking about? I don't want the zany menu. No. Not in the mood. Not today. The Sunday kids crossword menu or whatever. Maybe after the midterms, but today. I can't handle it. What the fuck? Oh my God. You just have to like change your perception of what's real and then like enter their world. And it's like so exhausting. It is like, it's like everything is like the, like movies. You're always like, well, the conceit of this is that, you know, like whatever. Yeah. You have to do that brunch, the conceit of brunch. Yeah. You know, is that I would be withholding a menu from you (laughs) (laughs) that has what you want on it. (laughs) Oh man! Anyways, people are kooky, kooky, cray, cray. Um, but yeah, I don't give my best service when I've worked for fifteen hours straight. Turns out, oddly it turns enough, weird. <laughs> <laughs> that is pretty weird. Oh my god! Anyways, oh my god. you know um, those Wall Street guys? That's when they're doing their best work. Yeah. Well, I didn't have cocaine or <laughs> freaking Adderall, so I was on that trial, which is not my preferred way to work. Fresh, if you will. I, I, I was fresh. Yeah. Um, <laughs> <You're> <laughs> I like to be a little keyed up, if you catch my meaning. That's how That's how you keep going. Oh, baby. I'm not saying I do coke on shift all the time. I'm just saying, you know, it would have been nice. I'm just kidding. Kelly. Kelly. Yeah. Stopping by, putting keys in my nose. Um. Anyways, anyway. So, we are doing today. Um, <laughs> hard we're, pivot. We're doing. We're back to our um, kind of more serious. <laughs> the patina is a little more. You oh. Know, okay. A little darker. Oh. Because we're serious. Yes. Yeah. yeah. We're talking about e-bikes. <laughs> <laughs> I was at the edge of my seat. What couldn't wait for that to drop, the beat to drop on e-bikes, e-bikes specifically uh, about pertaining to delivery, food delivery in New York City. Yeah, they're they're um, together part of a a very complicated and large issue for yes. some communities in New York. 
Yeah. So um, basically, e-bikes are bikes that they're like they assist you in biking. So there's like pedal powered bikes, and then there's e-bikes are a combination of. So some have like a super turbo boost. Yeah. And then some are like, don't have that turbo boost, but they will like rev you up while you're, there's like two grades of e-bikes. Yeah. So there's one that you can, that has the motor and pedals. Yeah. And that is legal. But then the ones with the turbo boost, which are basically like little Vespas. Yeah. But like not chic. Right. Um, (laughs) I would argue that Vespas are also are not chic, but uh, Italiano. <laughs> um, those are the ones that are illegal. The yeah. turbo. Right. Yeah. I, they're, yeah. What? No. Yeah. <laughs> Edit that up. The tur. Yeah, I will not. <laughs> um, so, so yeah. So Bill, our, our damn mayor, dad, old dad de Blasio. Old daddy Blas. <laughs> I used to kind of think he was hot, like younger Bill de Blasio has yeah. like he, he's got a he's got a, a kind of charm you know yeah he's also like seven feet tall he's very he's tall, tall which tricks people into thinking you're hot you, yeah you always think that you get a pass you gotta look up and you're like ooh. yeah you, you get, get this you get that stomach flip when you look up at someone tall and then you p- take that as attraction yeah when it's really just your your body's your natural rep- reaction your reptilian brain being <laughs> quaking in yeah. fear <laughs> No. So I got your freaking number, tall people, <laughs> tricking us from day one. Uh, that's why I dated someone who was six four and the worst person. Okay, um, but if you get if you get pulled over for having one of these bicycles, bicycle. I'm just gonna say bicycles instead of bike now. Um, okay. You get like you can get a misdemeanor for like reckless driving, so you can get the same yeah, the ticket as very severe consequences. Yeah, severe consequences um, as you can for for driving a car, and the tickets are like five hundred dollars or something. And actually, they, yeah, to get your bat your bike back is five hundred dollars because they confiscate the bikes, right? And most of the bikes are owned by the delivery people themselves, so right? It's it's not like a business that's going to go and just be like, give us our bike back. It's the individual is responsible for their own bike. They invest in this bike. And then you take away the bike and that's their means of income. Yep. So, and they're not backed. And that's the thing is that like de Blasio is like made this illegal and then was like, well, we're going to make sure that the restaurants are following the laws, but the restaurants are employing these people as contractors and they're not bailing them out of these situations. Yeah. And then I read an article in the, in the village voice and they were talking about like, then the added layer of like Uber eats and like um, Postmates and stuff like that is like there, those can be situations where there is no restaurant to directly address because people are right. contracting with a <sighs> delivery company rather yeah. than a restaurant. So there's, it's logistically much simpler to just penalize the biker themselves. Right. And then, of course, like with Seamless and Grubhub, which I read. So the original article that we read is from Gothamist, who's done like a lot of really great articles about this uh, issue. Yeah, they're they do, they're they're great. Anyways, they're, they're doing their due diligence. Um, but I read so the the statistic is like Seamless and Grubhub merged, and they're now eighty five percent of the food delivery 
in New York is from those two places. Now one company. Um, and then they kind of, uh, this reporter went on, um, like spent a day with different delivery people and like, just to get an idea of, of their day and how much money they make. And one of the statistics was like this guy, he rode 60 miles on his bike, which that's the other thing is that like to make money doing delivery, you have to do so many deliveries. Hence why e-bikes one, you get, more money because you're mm-hmm. doing more deliveries and two, you get things faster to people. So mm-hmm. people aren't complaining and not tipping you, which is how you make your money. So this guy rode 60 miles, made 34 deliveries and made $80 yep. for a day's work. It's like fucking nothing. And they have to work so fucking much. And so, and then they are like, great, we have these e-bikes that are going to like help us a little bit. Yeah. And now they're getting those taken away. And then they have to like, work so much harder. This guy like had to borrow a broken bike when he got his e-bike taken away and had to like not have a day off for like seven months. He said, it's fucking crazy. It's crazy. So, and then what the voice was pointing out and Gothamist was as well, is that the large majority of these bikers who are depending on e-bikes are older immigrant men. Mm-hmm. And so they can't, they physically are not able, they're in their forties, fifties, sometimes right. into their sixties. They physically cannot bike right. 60. They can't unassisted just bike 60 miles because that's a lot. Like yeah. that would be a lot for like a young yeah. fit person. And they're these immigrant men, a lot of Latin American and Chinese men, and they don't, have like legal means to work. Yep. So there's also this issue of like weight. It's very hard. The voice was pointing out. It's very hard for them to unionize. Right. To push back against this policing. Right. Because they, some of them, there's language barriers. Right. There's like the, just, there's no community of, for those people. Mm-hmm. And so, and obviously the police are very unified. Yeah. Those devils. Yes. Yes, they are. <laughs> yeah, and the the minimum wage for delivery uh, people are is ten dollars an hour. Yeah, but like that's but not also for restaurants that have under ten employees. It's four fifty an hour. Yeah, so good fucking luck. Yeah, which is like lots of restaurants and like definitely like the storefront like Chinese food restaurants that are like that that are everywhere in New York. That's like you don't you, they probably don't have 10 no employees. no way yeah. Um, and then another interesting, uh, also there's no data to back up this. So a lot of the reasons why this, these are outlawed is because people are like, they're not safe. There's getting yeah. in all these accidents and there's an absolutely no data to back that up. There's not, there's not all these things are like, uh, there's been multiple fatalities of all of these bike crashes, you know, 70% are e-bikes. There's none of that. It's it's no. not it's not an actual threat, but it is a threat to like all of these citations. Nearly all of them have come from Upper East Side, Upper West Side, and Midtown, which are all wealthy, like predominantly white neighborhoods, as one might imagine, are the people who are the most upset about people. E-bikes. Yeah, about people Your on man, e-bikes. Brian Leher. Oh yeah. Okay. Well <laughs> address the elephant address in the room. And Lillian, <laughs> Lillian, can you please the listeners must know. Um, I am a big fan of Brian Lair. I've mentioned it before. He is a host of a show on WNYC. I'm in a Facebook group called Lair Heads. Let me know if you want to join. Um, 
but they did, um, they do like these like long term, like recurring issue segments. And this was like, I think it was like 50 issues in 50 days or something. They do these things. Mm-hmm. And the first one they did was on, was about e-bikes. And it was just like a dude, I think he was from the Upper West Side being like, this is crazy. <laughs> like I almost got run over. Like just like an older white, like probably baby boomer dude just mm-hmm. pissed about people getting their Chinese food fast. And, uh, and then everyone was just like, Hey, Bri, how about for the first issue, you don't pick something that's super racist and like <laughs> problematic and classist. You freak daddy. <laughs> yeah. Freak daddy. <laughs> Brian Lair. Um, and I think that they that did. rocked the Lair. They- <laughs> <laughs> I think we had a running commentary. We usually like to do live commentary. If we were listening to Brian Lair all at once. Of course. I mean, it's <laughs> stimulating for me at 10 a.m. Uh-huh. Um, but anyways, yeah. And so it is this thing of like, once you take it, like, it's just crazy to hear the kind, when you know the kind of people complaining about an issue, that's when you know. That's kind of how you can tell, like, like, how bad is it? Yeah. How bad is it? Who's really being affected? Yeah. A guy Um, who's like slowly biking home and is like pissed a dude is going faster than him. (laughs) That's my, you know what I mean? It's like. You're like, that's okay. it's like, he's not even working for it. You know, it's like that mentality. It's like, whatever. Um, I just want to revisit the fact that like, you're not going to delete Facebook, even though it brought about the downfall of our democracy, just so you can stay in your lair group. I, first of all, have never threatened to delete my Facebook. That's not on my, <laughs> just want to confront you want to drag me on this stupid podcast. <laughs> Um, I will not probably ever delete Facebook because I love Instagram and guess what y'all they're the same thing. That is actually true. I also haven't deleted my Facebook. I just never use it. It's like, I, because I'm like, I have Instagram and they own it and whatever. Like congrats on taking a stand for deleting one of the 5,000 social media apps. that's tracking your every move and getting your data. Good job. You saved it. You saved it. This was, we were talking about my strategy for the elections is that (laughs) I was like, what if I wrote in Trump for every office and then like he has to go, like he can't be president. Conflict of interest. It's too big to fail, (laughs) Kelly. (laughs) We're taking this one all the way to the top. I hope when, by the time this podcast comes out, the elections will have already happened. um, And either you'll be listening to this. Uh, crying or you won't be listening to this because you'll be having fun yeah you'll be living it up yeah anyways i don't know um, back, back to the e-bikes um so yeah so it's four precincts basically see the majority of e-bike citations and as you said it's upper west upper east and midtown and they're heavily policed because those are the people who are complaint, who are like yeah. instigating the complaints about this and also ordering the most take. That's the thing is yeah. they're ordering, you know? Yeah. Like you're, you're like you, you're, you're creating the yeah. problem. Yeah, of course. And like they, um, and so I think that is just like a very perfect example of like policing in this city and the way that policing contributes to, gentrification and displacement Mm -hmm. is because it's like the like it's they're not fighting crime they're responding to like complaints and then but those citations are like 
Yeah. Like very vital for yep. the people that they're against. But that's not the, the police. So the police become this force for gentrification and getting people out and like getting people out of the, obviously not that the delivery drivers are like living on the Upper West Side, but it's like pushing them further and further out of the city as they like deprive them of their income. And it's like, that's what the police force is used for. Right. Like they're not, it's no. not SVU in no. this bitch. No, <laughs> Mariska Haggerty is not on the streets <laughs> grabbing e-bikes. I would love that. <laughs> SVU would, episode about Mariska Haggerty <laughs> being like, being like, I'm sorry, man. He's like, ma'am, please. I'm at work. She's like, no, she's like, away, not boys. now, you child fucker. And then just like, he's like, what are you talking about? Uh, <laughs> yeah, it's tough because there is so much at play. Like, they can't advocate for themselves. They have nobody backing them up. They're working so hard for so little. It's just like really the worst case scenario is this. Yeah. It's, it's just like very sad. Uh, yeah. and I'm not like, I'm, I'm not like pitying this, but I, but it is just like, it's, it's, it's kind of fucked it's, up. It's yeah. sort of like, it's, it's where like the question always becomes like, where do you kind of like break the cycle and where do you like, where can you intervene? Yeah. And it's very hard to see a place in this cycle. I just think that, like, it, it is also so fucked up that, like, some types of e-bikes are fine. And guess what? Guess who owns those kind of e-bikes? Yeah. It's- They're, like, the leisure class, like, fucking, like, yes. tech bros who are, like, like to have this kind of e-bike. Want the kind of e-bike where it has the motor and assist pedaling. Yeah. City Bike just put out a thousand of those specifically at the base of the Williamsburg, at each end of the Williamsburg yeah. Bridge. So people, because the L train is shutting down, mm-hmm. so people can cross the bridge. So, like, we're not saying e bikes are clearly not a problem. Exactly. They're not an overall problem. It's also like, I really, and I, you know, I think that e bikes could be really cool if they do, like, if people are going to use them more and, like, I'm, like all for like increased like bicycle use i think it's awesome especially mm-hmm. like cutting down on you know cars I mean, in the you, city you did famously say vespas aren't chic yeah vespas <laughs> use gasoline uh i didn't i guess i didn't know that <laughs> <laughs> i guess i thought they were like batteries no like, now that they, i feel like they ch- would charge they look like they have batteries yeah it looks like it would be chargy um Anyway, moving on. <laughs> yeah, but anyways, I'm just saying that like e-bikes like I think are like could be a really cool good thing if more people start biking. Like yeah, that's awesome. Totally. Um so it's just strange to me that like even when you do have an e-bike you're still pedaling. It's not like you're on a mo- it's not a motorcycle. It's yeah. like, you know, so I, it's just I think that they're going to be I think everyone's just freaking out at this knee-jerk thing and then penalizing people it, it just it's all like twisted up to just penalize like the most you know yeah vulnerable people vulnerable people also um something a little insider info that i got um because i know someone who used to be a food delivery person and a weed delivery person that there is like chop chop courier group which is like a courier like a hip courier group in, uh-huh. in brooklyn that like the the head of that group is a white guy and he was like, yeah, fuck e-bikes and would like at the NYPD being like, I saw this e-bike da, 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 like on Twitter and like is like it's actively coming from white people in like bike communities as well, which is really fucked up. Yeah. Like that is such bullshit. 
like that you get to be cool and you get to be hip and then you get and then you contribute to actively not even in a yeah just way. like a- absolutely yeah like targeting people yeah it's fucked that is so up. fucked up yeah has anyone written an expose about that no but if you want to please do it i'm not going to <laughs> kelly's like i still want to be cool and hip i will not call it out uh no i just am no lazy. no 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 that's nuts that's so fucked up i mean also then that guy <laughs> i was like that particular guy mike weinstock who ran chop chop i was using nookland to look for an apartment a couple months ago and then he was my realtor i was like are you the most evil person <laughs> like, what the fuck is going on i didn't end up using nookland i found an apartment on good Craigslist. good 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 um I was thinking too, like, is it better? Like, do all restaurants just have seamless now? Like, can you call a restaurant and get delivery from them? Like old school style anymore? I think so. I think most restaurants you can. And is it better to tip your delivery person with cash? Probably. Should you just, should we all just be tipping with cash and not tip them on the app? Probably. Right. I would think. Do you think that's better? I think so. Because does the restaurant just take a cut of everything anyways? So are they even getting... Because, like, with my delivery, a 20% tip is usually, like, two bucks or something. Um, The restaurant... No, they don't... They don't... They can't... Well, legally, they can't touch the tips. But, I mean, restaurants break the law all the time. Um, Yeah, that was the other thing is that I was reading about in The Boys. They are just talking about, like, already, like, people who are not legal to work face so much more wage theft than right. people who are like legal to work because it's like there's there's it's easy to coerce those people because you're like i'm doing you the fucking of course favor. yeah of course um so legally the restaurants can't touch the tips but that i don't trust yeah. that yeah me no trust me no trust <laughs> Um, the Italian restaurant down the street. Um, yeah, I just like, sometimes I like, I try not to get delivery that much, but then I'm like, it just, it does something about it does feel like, you know, when something's like you get like a $10 manicure, you know, that, that whole piece Mm. that was written and you're like, yeah, this is probably real bad. Cause it's like so cheap and so immediate. And I'm like, yeah. Who? you know, someone's getting screwed, obviously. Getting... Same thing with delivery. Yeah. I mean, I think everything that is cheap is cheap for right. a reason. Yeah, like, of course it's paid for H&M. in other ways. Yeah. Um, yeah. Don't shop at H and M. Don't shop at those places. Do not go to Zara. Do not go to H and M. Zara is one of the worst for it. Urban outfitters. And I, I, you know, have I bought a couple of jumpsuits at Zara? Yeah. They're chic. Hmm. Yeah. I don't know about that, but Ooh. what? Oh, you always look good. Yeah, right. Um Zara just sucks so much. Yeah. Anyway. I am currently wearing a sweatshirt that just says the word bitch across it. <laughs> but I look good. I look good. <laughs> Listeners, I look good. Fabulous. I think one of the things that actually is um kind of inspirational about this though is that um if you go to your like city council meetings and just make a lot of noise the mayor's office is responsive. Yeah. If you make a lot of noise for bad reasons, that's bad, but (laughs) use those same strategies. Yeah. You know, it's just like when those neighborhoods that are being gentrified that like now they have like their noise complaints are going up significantly. It's like white people move in and they're like, um, I'm sorry, this is loud. I'm like, yeah, it's New York city. 
Also, like, and they they will call the cops instead of just talking to yeah, their neighbors the neighbor. because yeah. they like feel uncomfortable talking to their neighbors. It's like so fucking insane. I it's like. I call the cops on the Moldovan restaurant across the street for me all the time, but they're trashy white Eastern Europeans. I don't feel bad about <laughs> and it. And they keep sending you gift cards. They've, I have $100 in boon bucks because I'm such a bitch. And I will never go there because they serve meat soup and nothing else. <laughs> Lillian's like, Lillian's just doing it for the boon bucks. She's like, uh, yeah, they're being bad again. The cops are like, lady. Also, they're not called boon bucks. I just made that up. But the restaurant's called Boone. So anyways, <laughs> I will never stop calling the cops on you, Boone. I will see you destroyed. I hate you so much. <laughs> I'm not kidding. Oh, my God. When you see a six-year-old smoking a cigarette at five in the morning <laughs> outside your house, you are living in a goddamn dystopian nightmare. It's so fucked up. That is what Moldovia <laughs> is. You're not respecting their culture. <laughs> Lillian. I want- we live in a multicultural city. Kids can have frosted tips and smoke cigarettes when they're seven years old. It's fine. It's a chopped salad, not a melting pot. Have you ever heard that? No. I'd rather have fondue than a chopped salad, TDH. People were saying that melting pot was like too like aggressive pro assimilation like oh, they're oh. saying like let people keep their culture like sure. they don't have to assimilate it doesn't have they don't have to melt Ugh, who came up with chopped salad <laughs> let's go back to the drawing board please <laughs> but what else is like different chunks of stuff it's <laughs> not appealing to me at all um why we don't need to make it food based either <laughs> I guess that's true. I've, I've, I'm too easily accept the premise of melting pot. Just because you like chopped salad. I Who doesn't? Okay. What are some solutions uh, or some okay. ways that we can help besides doing uh, advocacy, doing things in your own community, going yeah, to city so, council meetings? Um, Biking Public Project, which um, their website is a Tumblr, which is embarrassing. Um, <laughs> it's a, a advocacy uh, program uh, reaching out to underrepresented bicyclists around New York City, including women, people of color, and delivery cyclists. Okay. And so they do work uh, not only with advocacy, but with um, a lot of like, tran- like bring translators to summonses mm-hmm. and um, and making sure that cases, like basically, as we said, like so often citations are given to drivers and not to the restaurants. And right. So it's just like rerouting that. Right. Um, Which is great. And great that that has already formed. Yeah. So they're actually doing a fundraiser on their website right now. Oh, cool. As I mentioned, it is a Tumblr. Um, Okay. We don't need to drag (laughs) Let it go. Let it go. go. Um, So, yeah. So if you guys have a couple extra bucks. Yeah. That would be really, especially, you know what? If you have a couple extra bucks, and I know that you do, because I know y'all are always getting takeout and delivery. So next time you order something, toss a couple bucks that way. that's a great idea. You know? Um, yeah, CMOS and Grubhub are just, that's kind of, that sucks. What? <laughs> I got nothing more to add. Okay. <laughs> that sucks. It is weird to me, like, trusts are just everywhere and just, we don't do anything about it. Trusts? Yeah, like, tr- like um, 
like monopolies. Oh yeah, like that's weird that Seamless and Grubhub combined and now control eighty percent of the. Food. That's <laughs> yeah, like uh-huh. not good. <laughs> I blame Bill Clinton and the Telecommunications Act for everything, even if it's oh, not. No, even that's, if it's <laughs> that's true. <laughs> that's true. I'm blaming the Seamless Grubhub merger <laughs> on that. So <laughs> take it as far Hilarious. as you want. Yes, put him in jail. <laughs> um, but Locked he plays a saxophone. Up. We Locked love him. What's his sign? <laughs> he's gotta be i bet i heard that most presidents are like capricorns or something or Scorp- really or scorpios i don't remember capricorns suck. i know they do i know they do Ugh. it's a bummer it's a real bummer. i feel like he's probably an aries yeah i could see that because he's spicy spicy my spicy mom and real, sexy. real quick story about bill clinton yeah. uh <laughs> mid-90s my i was just a child okay and my bill clinton you weren't even born yet right yeah, i was i was not born and but this still happened to me so <laughs> bill clinton was doing his you know like a, his campaign stuff and around the same exact time i only put it together later that my mom kept being like you need to look your best whenever you leave the house because you never know who you're going to see and you never know who you're going to run to into coincidentally around the exact same time bill clinton was in my hometown i was like my mom was just getting dolled up in case she oh, ran into bill clinton j-i-c j-i-c bill clinton wow yeah but i was like i guess that makes sense if you think you're gonna run into the prez the prezzy yeah at the time we didn't know you know what we know now. what we know now but um it's also pretty good it's, it's decent about. advice you know yeah, I mean, you do never know who you're going to run into. And my mom was always like, put on clean underwear. What if you get into an accident? And That's then... a big, that's a common thing. But like, that's not the reason why you should wear clean underwear. In case, in case yeah. you get into an accident and what the paramedics are going to look at your <laughs> it's crotch. It's because you shit out of your asshole. <laughs> <laughs> and you should change your underwear every day. I mean, within reason. <laughs> Let's not get crazy. <laughs> You can do it an inside outie if you need to. <laughs> can do a bathing suit. We can do all of the things. Or on a trowel. On a trowel. No, who does that? Satanists do that. Oh my God, no. I like. Please. Mm-mm. I need a barrier. Do you remember a couple? This was like probably two years ago on Twitter. There was like, like women were bragging about not having vaginal discharge. <laughs> And they were like, my my fucking underwear stays clean. And Ew, it was like, that's, that's not good. That's bad. Yeah. Also, I was like, is sex like horrible for you? Yeah. <laughs> like you're just dry She's pussy. Like, yeah, I'm the Sahara Desert <laughs> down there, baby. You're like, what? Gross. <laughs> Anyways. <laughs> okay, I think we've gone okay. far enough. So did you guys learn a lot from this episode? <laughs> yeah, I did. Um, no, but it is fucked up. And I think it, in conclusion... Um, People are making noise and they are advocating for bad things and we should be advocates for good things. Yeah. Equal measures. Hell yeah. Um, and stay tuned. We're going to have, uh, we're going to have some shirts for you guys. Stay tuned for that. And, uh, please keep, uh, reviewing and rating and subscribing and telling a friend cause it helps us out mm-hmm. a lot. Yeah. That helps us. Word, word of mouth. Yeah. Word of mouths. Word of mouths. Um, guys, thanks so much. We'll talk to you next week. Check in next week. Bye. Bye-bye.